Are you contented? What does it take to be contented Mm. in every season and circumstance? We're going to talk about this morning. Author Dave Jenkins takes his readers on a personal journey of discovering how the Bible defines contentment and what it teaches us about it in his new book, Contentment, The Journey of a Lifetime. Dave Jenkins serves as the executive director of Servants of Grace Ministries. Servants of Grace is a multimedia ministry that exists to help people know the God of the Bible, and equip God's people to grow in His grace as they serve in the local church and beyond. So good morning, Dave. Good morning, Dave. It's so uh, great to be back with you this morning. Dave, this is a a wonderful topic because so many people struggle with contentment, of, of trying to find contentment in what they're doing, who they are, uh, where they are in life. And it is just a wonderful, a, a wonderful topic. How did you, how did this get started? What was it that, that, that caused you to write about this subject and to research this? Well, originally um, I was tasked by a, a different publisher actually to write this book. Um, it was more going to be more like a biblical counseling type book so it's going to be like um more like helping the person find contentment mm-hmm. but then but then as i started writing this this book i i quickly realized i needed this book and i didn't realize um how badly i needed this book and um through writing this book I, what i realized is um uh, you know whether in my teenage years uh pursuing sports or even even you know ministry as an adult i've been in uh, vocational ministries since i was 19 i'm 40 going to be 43 here at the end of next month um i really struggled to find contentment and so i personally needed this book more than any other uh, person that might even read it so if anybody reads it and is helped by it um there was an, i needed that more than more than the reader mm. um and sometimes that's true for books, you know, authors write books um, because they need help in the, in this area. And sometimes they discover that they needed help in this area. So this book is really uh, personal, um, but not like overly personal. Like it's not about me. It's about what's, what does God's word have to say about this? And so, um, you know, there, there's a lot to say about that particular question, but I think the way that I want to answer is just that it is possible if you're in if you're in Christ, if you belong to him, if you're in the Lord. Um, and when you see those two words in Christ and the Lord it's talking about the Christian in the New Testament. Um, and Paul uses this understanding of in the Lord in uh, Philippians 4, 2. And he t- but before he even says that, he tells him to stand firm in that text. And what this this book ends, of course, um, uh, Philippians 4.2 with Philippians 4.13. And in that particular section, Paul is describing what the Christian life is all about. You know, if you don't want to be anxious, who doesn't want to be, not be anxious? Well, you got to be prayerful. Um, you got to be thankful. Well, we got to step back here just a minute and ask the question, how is that even possible? And we know how it's possible. Paul just told us we have to stand firm in the Lord. So the question that we have to ask is, are we in the Lord? Are, do we belong to the Lord? Are we in Christ? Um, have we re- put our faith in the Lord ha- through repentance and faith in Christ? Or are we outside of Christ? Are we are we not saved? Um, so so that those are two categories. One, if you're not saved, you need to repent and put your faith and hope in Christ. For the Christian, Paul is describing this process f- for us who are in Christ. So that that's the first thing. There is peace available, Paul says in Romans 5, 
the first two verses because of what Christ has done in his death, burial, and resurrection. And so, but even for the Christian, that's also true um, because the phrase in the Lord is, is good news for the Christian. Um, and what Paul does in Philippians 4 is he gives us a process. He gives us um, a way in which to discover this peace very practically, as he says in verses um, 6 through 8 of that, of that chapter, um, that this peace is being made real in our experience. This, this, is, a, this is a peace through the, our union with Christ. Um, we belong to him. He belongs to us. And we're indwelt and sealed with the Spirit. And this peace is being made real in, in our lives, um, in, the, in the day-to-day stuff. And later he says um, that we're to practice these things. These things that he says are very practical. Um, to, to pray, to be thankful. Uh, these, are, these are dispositions of the heart. They're things that the, that the Spirit, um, through the Word, um, as we read it and study it, is producing in our lives. And so um, we can learn these things through that, that means, through being in the Word, through reading it, through understanding more of what Scripture says. And so whether he, he says later on um, about, you know, he experienced these things in his life in, in Philippians four. So we can, we can learn that um, and, and take impress Paul does to the Philippians, this church that he's writing to in prison is he's taken those truths that, that he's um, talking about in Philippians four and even in other places. Um, and he's really pressing them home to the life of the Christian to get them to see these belong to you. The Lord is near to you. He says, meaning that he's not far from you. And so there's help, there's hope. Um, and so, you know, in, in my own life, I needed this because I have two parents um, uh, that have memory issues. One of my, my mm-hmm. mom has Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. My, my dad has dementia. Um, you know, I, I deal with difficult situations and things. And so all, all day long, um, and what, what I, what I needed though, is I needed to learn not even that the good things are, the good things are good, but even that when, when those tough things happen and, you know, I mean, who can't relate to that, right? I mean, COVID just happened. We just got out of that season. I was caring for my dad from a distance during COVID. And so I, as I was writing this, I was going through and practically caring for my dad when we were in California on the phone after helping and ministering to people all day long. And so um, I was doing 12 hour days and, and I needed, I needed to have this practical piece that we're talking about um, to deal well with the situations of life. And I, so I had to, I had to not just talk about, or even, you know, it's easy to talk about these things, but I had to be practicing these things. I had to be practicing even more being in the word, being in prayer, uh, having conversations. Um, how, how am I really doing? Really asking a lot of questions. Um, can I handle this assessing and just continuing to, to, to have these conversations with my wife, with friends, with pastors, 
Well, kind of what I was getting from you is that the more that we find our purpose in God, the more that we find the, you know, identifying what God has for us and we put forth effort to to discover that and to do that, that is a key to finding contentment in our life. Is is that correct? Correct. Yeah, we have we have we have peace with God because of what Christ has done. And then we have practical peace that's being worked into our lives. Um, and that's where we need to go back to. We need to go back to the peace that we have in yeah. Christ. And that's, that's really, that's really the foundation. That's the fuel. That's the power source, if you will, for contentment. And that's how, like you're talking about how you're going to find your ultimate meaning and purpose and value in the Lord over and against, you know, we all struggle um, with finding meaning and value, whether that's in sports or our marriage or our jobs or, or right. anything else. And, and what God offers is real peace in Christ. And he offers us in the midst of whatever's happening, he's offering us that that peace be made real through the ministry of the spirit in our lives in, right now in the midst. I mean, Jesus said peace to the storm. I mean, we're, we have this same, this same, not, I'm not saying that we say peace to the storm, but we, we have peace in the midst of the trials and the various situations of our lives. And that's possible because of Christ who says it's finished, meaning that it's signed and sealed and delivered in the blood and the resurrection of Christ. And so that reality is to become more and more real in our lives. And, and Martin, I think the best way to answer this is to, to wrap it up is to say um, what Martin Luther, that reformer said, you know, every day I for, forget the gospel and every day I need to be reminded of the gospel. And so um, this is true with that. contentment. Yeah. Um, we need to, we need to remind ourselves of the truth that we know. And then we need to remind first ourselves not not the other person. First, we need to remind ourselves of this truth and then take it home into our own lives. And then we're going to be in a p- position in a place to really help other people um, to find peace themselves. Absolutely with God, true. And then with with other people. Absolutely true. Dave, how do we get more information about this book? How do we get our hands on the book and get more information? Well, you can go to uh, servantsgrace.org and there uh, click on, on the menu on shop, and then you can find uh, the book, Contentment, The Journey of a Lifetime. And uh, while you're there, we also have over 300-plus products as well, so I encourage you to check out that and uh, our website with um, our lots of our, our magazine articles. Uh, we have lots of podcasts, so I, uh, you can reach out to me there through the contact form, and I, I would love to hear from you today. And uh, thank you, guys. Thank you, Seth. And thank you, Deb, so much for having me. Thanks. God bless you. Absolutely a pleasure. Take care, my brother.